the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hey everyone, I am Jennifer Jackson and Simply for Women, you know this show, the idea is that we want to take faith off of your to-do list. You have so many things to do and I don't know what you're having for dinner, but I thought yesterday we talked about the Mediterranean salad that is awesome, but I was thinking about another salad maybe you want to make to add to your dinner tonight. So the recipe is this, it's the pear salad. And you get you want to get your pears ripe, so make sure they're ripe. If not, you want to put them like in a brown bag. But fresh pears doesn't that sound so good? And get some lettuce. That's the bib lettuce, or sometimes it's called Boston lettuce. So it's in a round circle. This lettuce is so light and fluffy; it, it tastes like butter. So that's part of what makes this salad special. So it's a super easy salad. Don't don't get overwhelmed. So you want to get your Boston or your bib lettuce and just break that up with your fingers. And then you you slice these fresh pears. And I don't even peel mine. I just tons of fresh pears. And then English walnuts, blue cheese, and dates. Dates add this little bit of sweetness and the pears. And with that light lettuce, it's such a great warm weather salad. And you can put, the blue cheese gives it just this mixture with the pear. And so if you're having like a piece of steak or a chicken with it, it's so good. And the dressing is simple. It's just, if you have a champagne vinegar or a light white vinegar and some olive oil or any, you know, whatever your oil is, and then Italian herbs, like Italian seasoning, that is the best little salad. So there you go. That's your dinner. Save you some time. With don't, Isn't that just the craziest burden is like, what are we making for dinner? And it's always, you know, I want something healthy. But if you don't think of it ahead of time, by the time dinner rolls around, you're just eating whatever, grabbing everything. So the pear salad, that's your idea for today. Maybe that'll save you a few minutes of time. You know, we've been talking about living hope and Jesus is our living hope. Isn't it good to live life with hope? We all need that. It's been a rough, long year. And so, once again, let's do our memory verse. And that is Romans fifteen thirteen, And it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of his Holy Spirit. And I just want to pray that scripture over your life right now. God, I thank you. I thank you for everyone listening today that you are their living hope and 
God, as we trust in you, would you fill us with joy and peace? Lord, would we overflow with the power of hope by your Holy Spirit? Isn't that so good? He is our living hope. Thank you, Jesus. I, I think about the woman at the well and how desperate she was. She may have not even realized the desperation at the time she was living with her fifth guy and Jesus is with the disciples. He shows up and it's hot and he came and he cared for her and he cared deeply for her and he gently directed her to a living hope, even though she was living in sin, had past and current sins. And he does that for us too. He directs us exactly right where we're at, right where we're at in our life. And I don't know what aspect of your life is most desperate for living hope and for Jesus's direction to shine through. But that is my prayer for you today. And I thought we might just look at her story and really just unpack her story. It's in John 4, 7 to 10. I want to read you this. It says, when a a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food and the Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews don't even associate with Samaritans. And Jesus said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. And that's what, you know, I love that, living water, living hope. And that's who he is. You know, this this story, it takes place in a tiny town. It's called Shechem. I've actually been to that town. It's just a bump in the road, basically. Uh, But it's a very special place. It's a very special place to this woman and also to the many important people that had been in her life in, in times past. You know, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Joshua, Caleb, and now Jesus. Everyone would make their way through this town, this town Shechem all the bible heroes and it there right there it's is jacob's well and this was an important place you see this well was like no other place because it kind of symbolized that god has been here before he's faithful and he will be here in the future and so this well wasn't just a regular well it was a place where people knew that they would encounter god that people knew that he was he would be there for them. And so that is kind of interesting that that's where Jesus showed up. And so she would she would go out during the day to this well because in the heat of the day, which wasn't normal, but I think maybe people were kind of gossiping about her or something. So she was kind of hiding out during the middle of the day. Not not totally sure, but that's a possibility. And, you know, she knew that somebody else had dug this well for her. And why is that important? Because there is a well for you that is so deep, that is so powerful, that has been dug for you. And that hers was a literal well, but God has dug a well for you as well. And it's a well of hope for your dreams, a well for a future and for fresh living water, which is Jesus. And so that has been made available to you and it will never run dry it will always be fresh it will sustain your life and it will let you know that you are valuable and that you matter and that's all that happened that day at this well is 
this woman realized, oh, I am valuable. I do matter. And Jesus made that really clear. You know, they say that this was a really deep well. It was 32 meters deep and two and a half meters wide. And the possession of a well was like the most celebrated benefit in Israel. So if you had a well, it was a really big deal. And so today, you too may be sitting by a well, a well of salvation, a well of faith, and a well that someone else dug for you. Someone else paid for you. Someone else brought you today to drink from this well. And it's a beautiful place that never runs dry. It's always refreshing and cool and restorative. And so there was no coincidence on this just regular day that a Samaritan woman would come with a common need such as water. And, you know, we all have needs. We have needs for food and water and clothing. And perhaps she left the town uh, during the day to, to just for safety. But whatever reason, she came to this well alone. And sometimes the best encounters of our life are during times alone, that one-on-one time with Jesus. And that's, that's how she met him that afternoon. And he casually and lovingly looked at her and he said, how are you? I want to care for you. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. And that's what he's offering to you today. I want to, he's saying to you right now, whether, whether you're driving, whether you're cooking, whether you're in that cubicle, wherever, maybe you're out on a jog, he's saying to you, I care for you. There's a deep, deep well of my love available for you. Just tell me what you want and tell me what you need. And the fascinating thing about this story in Jesus is that he too was weary. He'd been out hiking and working and doing all this stuff. And you see, God in heaven decided that he would send his son personally so that he could understand our troubles. He understands the thirst and the weariness of this world. And Jesus, too, was abused and rejected. And so here he is. He's hungry. He's thirsty. And he's tired. And he understands that if that's where you're at today. And I love it because he so kindly and gently asks this woman. He says, can you give me a drink? And in that moment of just asking, can I have a drink of this water? He tore down so many barriers. He tore down barriers of sex and race and religion and position. It, all the, the things of their day, he was like, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. You matter. You are so valuable and important. And I love that. And he does that for you and me. He says, no barriers. I, can you just give me a drink? And I have living water to offer you. Her first question, I love this woman because <laughs> she's feisty. She had a little streak in there. And she says to him, why would a Jewish man speak to a Samaritan woman? And so she's automatically a little defensive and she's trying to figure this out. You know, the relationship between Jews and Samaritans were strained. And Jesus, he didn't care. He, he chose to stop there. He chose her and he chose to interact with her. He, he was going to lift any barrier. He wasn't worried about those things. And he especially wanted to lift her barrier of shame. He looked beyond the outside. He looked beyond all of these things that would naturally divide them. And he does that for you. I don't know what you feel that would divide you or keep you from God. He looks beyond. He looks way beyond all of that and right into the heart. And he looked right inside her heart. And so I just want to stop right here and let you know he wants to lift you up. He sees you and he knows you. Can you imagine 
what it would have felt like to have Jesus look in her eyes and to look in our eyes. He chooses us. He loves us. And he says to us, I want to care for you. I want to show you God's love. I really do. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. I've just been waiting here right by this well for you. I love that Jesus gives her time. He, he gives her respect and attention. And it's just amazing to me that God can disagree with us or our actions, which he wasn't totally agreeing with her actions at the time and the things that she was into, but he could he can disagree with us and still love us at the exact same time. Now, he prompted her on to a better way, he prompted her on to a different way. And we want to continue this tomorrow because there's so much in this story about living hope and the Samaritan woman. And, you know, God wants to do that for you today. He wants to love you, to know you. And I'm Jennifer Jackson. You've been listening to Simply for Women. We want to have a place together where we enjoy God's word. We think about the stories. We listen and we learn and reflect. And how can that apply in our lives, right? So that's the plan. I I hope you'll stay with us for the second half of the show because we have a very special guest, so many amazing women. And if you want to be on the show, go to jennifer-jackson.org.